Okay, what's going on, boys and girls? This is your boy Gusto here with episode two of the Gusto Show. All sports, all day. I got my man Darren Spencer here on deck to help me with my flow. And I'm going to start off real quick. I'm going to have to get together some stuff I said last week by calling the best organization racist. I can't say that because I don't have proof, so that's a misspeaking. So I misspoke, but they definitely have racial tendencies. If anyone in that organization thought Trubisky was better than Mahomes or Watson. Now, I said what I said. I'm going to leave that alone, and I will definitely watch what I say from now on. Now, we're going to get into the Bears on the field. We got a pretty nice draft going on this year. We did well, if I must say so. Um, Justin Fields, Ohio State, 6'3", 227. He's got, an arm, he's got a legitimate arm. Accuracy, athleticism. They say his work ethic is great. He's experienced in big games. He threw, what, 5,373 yards? Man, he, he did his thing with 63 touchdowns and nine picks in one season. He rushed for 867. Come on, he's doing his thing. In 22 games. And 15 touchdowns in 22 games in two seasons, I'm sorry, at Ohio State. That includes throwing for 358 and six touchdowns despite being hurt by a big hit in the semifinals over Clemson. Bears plan to develop field behind starter Anthony Dalton and um, I guess uh, what's the other cat we got? Foles, Nick Foles. Which I believe both of these dudes will probably be hurt by week five. And then Fields will be starting. So look at the season beginning in week five, ladies and gentlemen. What you think about Fields, Darren? I think Fields going to be starting three games. You say three, huh? Three. Five games is too long. That's just too much. It's a waste of time. and waste of time. By that time, they're going to be in five Nick Foles. And don't. <laughs> We're we going to come out the stadium just to jump them. <laughs> They're going to be assistant coaches by then. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Get, him, get them out the game. Let us see what the boy can do. Yeah. The young I'm not, man. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with either one of those cats. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm cool. Even though Phil, um, not Phil's, what you call it, one in Philly. Well, actually, he didn't win it. He was hurt, wasn't he? Uh, Nick Foles was hurt when they won that Super Bowl, so yeah. he didn't win anything. He has a Super Bowl ring. That's about it. But let's move on. It's costume jewelry for him. Okay. <laughs> then we have Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle out of Oklahoma State with the 66th pick in the second round. Pick number 39. This dude is 317. He's, many believed he was going in the first round. But the Bears moved up to grab him 39 early in the second. And he had a highly productive collegiate career and a mean streak. So this is one dude that we could use. A big dude. With an attitude. With an attitude. And obviously health because he played off all his whole career. Yep. Healthy. Didn't miss a game. Miss a game. No. So, okay, I'm, I'm digging this. I'm digging this. We on the right path so far. 
if you put somebody in front of Justin Fields, he gonna run it. Well, yeah, if you're protecting the man, hey. I mean, yeah. Because you gotta be scared of his arm at all times. Always. And his feet. And, or legs, however you wanna say it. Whatever you wanna call it. Then in round five, with the 101st, 151st pick, we got another offensive tackle. I hope I'm saying his name right. Larry Baroon from Missouri. It's a tough little conference. And there's, there's plenty of love about this selection. He brings versatility to the line. He plays both tackle and guard. And it's the tackle that's been a problem here in Chicago, as you all We all know. <laughs> we all been screaming about for years. So, and he'll also bring some nastiness. So now we got two dudes that's going to get in there and game bang with us. That's right. You know, that's the Chicago way. That's right. Get down and grit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm feeling good about this. You know, every time I say a name, I just keep, it keep, keep getting better. In round six, with the 217th pick, we got Khalid Herbert from Virginia Tech, a running back. We didn't really need a running back, but, I mean, you, if you leave, he looks good, and, you know, hey, you might as well give it a shot. So they felt he looked pretty good because, uh, like I said, it wasn't a dire need, but the Bears got a good value pick. Plus, dude is a special teams player, not to mention we lost Cordell Patterson. So, you know, that's just, you know, depth. And you never know. He might turn out to be a gem in the rough. That's what I think he's going to be. Same thing. So, round six, pick 221. We got Daz Newton from North Carolina. This is the receiver, I believe. Yeah, he brings athleticism and speed, and some have called him a human highlight reel. Plus, more special teams help. All right. We can use more special teams. Man, we can use whatever, especially a receiver. Oh, yeah. The next pick we got in uh, round six, 228. Oh, that was right behind us, 21-28. We got us a cornerback, Thomas Graham Jr. from Oregon. And we really needed him. Yeah. And Pro Football Focus had him ranked as the 76th best prospect in the entire draft. And we got him at 228. So, hey, sounds like that was another bargain pick for the Bears. Keep up the good work. Did they hire some new people for the um, scouting? I don't know if they got a new GM. Okay, because where is all this intelligent drafting coming from? Tired of losing. (laughs) When we should be winning. I guess that'll do it to anybody. In round seven, at 250th pick, we got a defensive tackle. Uh, I don't know how to say Kyrus Tonga from BYU. Okay, BYU, so we know he's smart. He a beast. And they say he has big physical prowess and versatility, and he's a run stopper. That sounds good. With him in there next to the big boy, oh, man, that sounds good. Cause, and we can stop playing all our running backs on the line. And they can, I mean, not running back. I, um... Middle line, our linebackers on the line, and they can play linebacker. You know, that's what we need—that dominating force up front. Yeah, and that yeah. run stop game. Yeah, and the D was already great, so now you just took keep pressure off. On. You guys, now you just took pressure off off the big boys up front. Mm-hmm. Who did we get rid of, Young? No, uh, I don't know who they got rid of on the defense. 
but I know who we have. I know we got Khalil Mack, and then we got that other. What's what's my uh, lineman name? Big Nasty, who be driving everybody crazy. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Everybody know who I'm talking about. The big boy up front. Yeah, so taking a lot of pressure getting them uh that that big boy from uh, BYU take off Khalil Mack. It's just gonna make now they got to free him up. You can't triple team him all the time now. Yeah, and they're more stout on the front. Because that middle was good. The front was already good, but it's better. So that can't, you know, that cannot hurt our chances. Not at all. I think it helps them. It has to. It has to. So, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm expecting something, and I know I shouldn't do this because we've been doing this since 85. Well, 86, because they won in 85. We've been expecting better since 85, 86. So, but yeah, I expect better. Go Bears. Next, we're going to move on along to the NBA, ladies and gentlemen. I deliberately made my podcast late because I have to get the regular season over and see what's going on with these play-ins and the playoff matchups. So, we have Utah, number one in the West. Does number one in the West mean they're the champion? Not or they even going to the finals? Not to me. Okay, since we started in the West, who do you think is going to take it in the West? Play in. And that's the matchup. Who do you think is going to take it in the West? Oh, I, I'm favorite to a Phoenix. That's a nice pick. That's a nice pick. They made number seven, so they're not in the play-in round. And they got, um, yeah, they can Phoenix, make something happen. And my second one will be Golden State. Golden State, that's going to be interesting because they play the Lakers tomorrow. But I'm going to go back to Phoenix. I dig Phoenix. First of all, Chris Paul. You can't go wrong with an intelligent floor general like Chris Paul. That's just like having Gary Payton or somebody, you know. Yeah. Just as D ain't like Gary. Gary had that DD. But... I, I take a Chris Paul any day, especially over the point guards in the league today. And um, that other pick of yours, Golden State. Golden State. Oh, they hurt you. Yeah, but go in there and, and and play with them if you wanna. I go to State to hurt you. Okay, well, Golden State gotta get past L.A. first. <laughs> I don't think L.A. gonna stop them. And you know what? I must concur. I'd rather see L.A. I'm rooting for L.A. But what I've been seeing the last few months, even, well, they're, they're both of the stars were out. And Schroeder missed some time. And Drummond wasn't there the whole time. So there's a lot of things that's been going on with the Lakers internally. Better hope they're not rusty. Uh, yeah, especially not tomorrow. Exactly. That's the one day they don't want to be rusty. Get your get your butt in the, in the playoffs and get involved in the series, and you can afford to lose one. Right. But you can't be rusty tomorrow. And um, I again, I wouldn't be surprised if Golden State won that game. Steph Curry mess around, come out and get him seventy. But that's probably what the Lakers' game plan is: is to let make Curry beat them and shut down shut the down others. The yeah, that's how you have to play it. A team like that, but it depends 
if Golden State, anybody else gets hot. Like Wiggins? Then it's, it's on and cracking. Draymond Green Wiggins. might decide he want to shoot. He might he might want to come out of his closet today. Yeah. Um, then, you know, they even, Oubre, I'm not, um you know, sold on him as like, no, MVP or All-Star or anything like that. But Uber is capable of getting hot and dropping a quick 30 on you. You know, the lefty don't mess around. You know, him, after he's better than Kuzma. Him or Wiggins get hot. It's over that's for a LA. problem. Yeah, that's a problem. Because <laughs> Curry going to get his. Yeah, that's a problem. Curry coming in to get his. Again, on the Lakers note, they must run the offense through, and through Drummond, through Andre Drummond. Go down low first and then play outside. If he can't punish you, then kick it out to a three-point shooter or for an easy-to-cutter uh, or whatever. But look for the dunk first. Get the big man in the game. He can draw fouls. He's a decent free-throw shooter. You know, he can score with either hand. Get a ball to the big man and let him be a big man. The low post game. Okay. That's what most teams forgetting about in the NBA. Yeah. None of them has no real physical presence for rebounding anymore. Yeah, yeah. Everybody want to be a Curry. Like Phoenix. Phoenix, um, they center, he looked like he may grow in progress one day, but he is definitely still a ball of putty right now. They're going to have to mold this dude. Not saying it can't be done. And he may just all of a sudden turn it on in the playoffs. And Aiton, if he does not, Phoenix is not going anywhere. Anywhere. It's too, yeah, Devin Booker and Chris Paul can't do it by themselves. Exactly. So. Exactly. I guess what about the rest of the West? Dallas, Denver, Utah, the number one seed. Portland can beat anybody any day. But the matchups look like this. Memphis and San Antonio tomorrow. Lakers and Golden State. That's just to get in. So, again, I'm definitely afraid of this Golden State-LA game. That looks suspect. For um, the Lakers and Memphis and San Antonio, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, San Antonio didn't show me anything. I'm going with Memphis. San Antonio, they they didn't show me anything. They the tenth seed. Yeah, they didn't show me anything. They didn't. And another thing, I don't like the way this play-in format is. With seven playing eight and nine playing ten. I feel seven and eight, seven should play nine and ten should play eight. Because the simple fact, if we were going on a normal playoff schedule, seven and eight would be in and nine and ten would be out. So the way this is set up, seven or eight, one of them are going to lose. Who I feel earned the playoff spot by making it to the top eight seeds. Nine and ten should be playing against 7-8 because, in my mind, they did not make it. So I think it's unfair that no matter what, one of them is getting in. See, if they were playing, L.A. would play Memphis and beat Memphis, then L.A. in. And if Memphis to beat L.A., then Memphis deserves to be in by beating L.A. And the same thing with Spurs and Golden State. That would have been a good matchup. And if the Spurs would have won that game, were to win that game, I would feel that they earned it. Respect due. I don't like it. They need to change. I mean, if they're going to continue with this, make 9 and 10 earn their keep. 
I agree. Okay. Now, so, nobody has Utah, which is the number one seed in the West. I like Utah. They moved the ball well. I just, I don't know. It's that they don't have that they, last if, um. Yeah, they, they don't play show up defense. when it counts. No, they play some great games, man. I, they the one, one number one seed. Matter of fact, they overall number one seed. They got the best record in the NBA. They have home court throughout. So they earned their stuff. They earned I, it. I believe they going to get knocked Can out of the second round. It depends on who they play in the second round. The second round will be either the Clippers or Dallas. I, yeah, but didn't you Utah bounce the Clippers last year? Or was that Denver? That was Denver. Well, same thing. Utah, Denver, tomato, tomato. <laughs> um, the Clippers, I like them. They seem to be playing better this year. But, uh, yeah. Chris Paul actually shows me that, yeah, he's got it. That's what it's going to be. Until then, uh, yeah, show me I'm from Missouri. getting a head bust. I'm sorry. Indiana is on top of business. Charlotte's getting a head bust. Then after that, we have Boston, Washington. So the Charlotte, Indiana game. Your turn. It's I didn't expect them to win anyway. <laughs> I didn't expect Charlotte to beat them anyway. You know, I thought Charlotte would come out and put up a fight. Yeah, though. They didn't even put up a fight. Yeah. It's what? They almost 20 points. And about the end of the third? Over 20-some points. Oh, they didn't pass it? Yeah, see, I'm podcasting. By almost about 30. Okay. So, let's go to the late game tonight. Boston and Washington. Uh, I like Washington. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to have to roll with you on that. Because um, Boston has really been slipping. Jalen Brown is done for the season. Um. And that's just that. They just that's don't have enough it. firepower. Uh, the pickup of Jabari Parker was kind of cool. It gives them a little more offense, but it still never answered their problem. Big man. So that problem is still there. Yeah. And until that one is addressed, they'll probably be getting bounced in the first round for the next few years. Or maybe win a round or two. But, you know. Maybe hit a second round here yeah. and there. Washington. I think Westbrook is going to go bananas tonight. I do, too. I just know he's going to go crazy tonight. The dude, the dude is he fitting 20 rebounds and 19 assists. Come on, man. And they talking about, some people talking about, you know, he's telling his teammates don't rebound and he's forcing the assist. And no, what he's doing is playing yeah, hard every night. Which the rest of the NBA needs to pay attention to. He bringing his A game. Every day. Every single day. He bring day. it to the wood. So, we figure it's going to be Washington. We'll find out later on tonight. Now, Philly number one in the East. The New York Knicks have the fourth spot. Atlanta at five. Uh, Atlanta at five. Milwaukee got three. Miami six. Brooklyn seven. What about Mr. Brooklyn and their three-headed monster? They looked a little Rusty. mediocre the other day against Rusty. the Bulls. 
But again, that was their first game playing together in over a month. Right. So they, they going together. Hopefully a they pot get the of goulash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I mean, those are some good players. No, those are some great players. But again, not being on the floor together, and some not even being on the floor at all. You know, they're in the L.A. Lakers situation, if you ask me. Uh, I believe the talent is there. I believe they can get it done. But they're going to have to show me because they haven't been playing any games together. You know, at least the Lakers got the beginning of the season to get a little familiar with each other. Right. These cats haven't got anything. What, nothing. five or six games, I think? I know. I think it's more like four or three. That's nothing in NBA games. <laughs> yeah, that's. Well, we'll see. We will see. Miami, I like Miami, but um man, when they lost um what's it called? That was over for them. Dude they got from um Hey, what's the name? The one they got from Houston came from Miami. I mean came from Indiana. Uh, athletic dude. Well anyway, you all out there in basketball world should know who I'm talking about. He went down, and he was playing point, which to me is not his natural position. But it looked pretty good in Miami. But they don't have the continuity they had last season. So I don't think they maybe have enough a, depth. Yeah, yeah, maybe a second-round exit. They, could, they should get out the first round against Milwaukee because I still don't trust Milwaukee. Shut down, keep Giannis out the hole, and you should win that game. Even though they did make some pickups, P.J. Tucker, and Middleton is definitely showing that he's a hooper. His stats, I mean, his game, it don't jump out at you. Like, when you're watching it, you're like, oh, he's playing a pretty good game. And then you look up, and this dude got 26. You're like, did he even take that many shots? Exactly. But I like that. He lets the game come to him. That's smart basketball. I dig it. He's a nice, solid player. But he needs help, too. They Two men can't do it, and everybody else is putting three and four superstars in one team. You know, that's just not going to cut it in today's NBA. Atlanta, I love Trey Young. Victor Oladipo, that's what I was talking about for Miami. I love Trey Young. I like Capella. And it's another big young dude they are down there dunking all of everybody. But as... Atlanta out of there. The Knicks, I respect what's going on in New York. I have to say it. First time in 20 years, New York actually have a basketball team. They are getting it in. Kudos to Derrick Rose, who should win sixth man of the year. And my man Tom, Tom Thibodeau, he's killing it too. I would say he should win coach of the year, but they already gave it to Monty Williams in Phoenix. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, that, that's... I think Thibodeau should have coach of the year. Yeah, he really is doing his thing down there. He got them playing good basketball. Mm-hmm. They definitely are. And they may surprise some people. I'm not even... I'm not I, even I, I can't even out. say what they're going to do. Because, like, they're, they're the number four seed in the East. They've proven throughout this season that they are a legitimate basketball team now. Exactly. And, uh, really, I... Shoot, I'd be afraid of them if I was... I ain't going to say they can win it all. But I'm definitely not going to New York talking about, hey, we playing the Knicks today. Hand me a bill. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Better bring your game. Yeah, man, I'm coming in shooting two hours early. 
getting extra therapy. They have proven they can play together. (coughs) Yes. That's one unit. And they play defense. One thing that they don't do in the NBA. Thibodeau. Yeah. That answers that right there. In one word, Thibodeau. And now, the number one seed of the East has home court advantage throughout the East. But once they get to the West, um, I believe they will have home court over everybody else except for Utah. So if Utah does not um, clinch, I mean, you know, the West, if they don't, if they're not around for the finals, then Philly will have home court advantage if they can clear the East, which I say they should as long as they stay healthy. Joel Embiid, my 6'10 point guard that don't shoot, take that with you, Joe. I don't care. Again, I want 12, 13 assists. And he can still score. He just doesn't shoot jumpers. He just poke on people. And that's even nastier. And you can't stop it. Yeah, but we stay healthy. Little Seth Curry is having a pretty productive season. I'm proud of him getting up out of his brother's shadow. You know, well, I always thought he was pretty capable. But, you know, some people refer to him as Steph's little brother instead of Seth. You know, the man is earning his own name out here. You know, he's not, doesn't have the accolades of his brother, but he definitely gets the respect of a jump shooter, a good jump shooter. He bring a game. Every night. So, yeah, if Philly can stay uh, healthy, I got Philly to win the East, and really the way the West is looking, I'm feeling real confident in Philly taking everything. So, you heard it from your man Gusto. Philly in the East. On the West, I don't know what's going on over there. Uh, I want the Lakers, but um, I guess on the next podcast, if the Lakers make it, we'll announce who I got for the West. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take it back. Yeah, no take backs. No take backs. So I'm not even going to make a prediction. They got to get in the playoffs first and foremost, which we'll know by tomorrow night. So when I drop again next week, we'll have all the stats and facts. And I don't even think they start playing until like um, Tuesday or Sunday or something of that sort. So we'll see when it goes we'll down. see how it unfolds. Yeah, we're going to see how this plays out. So ladies and gentlemen, that was episode two of the Gusto Show. I thank you all, whoever listens to my show. And I'm going to try and keep it coming for you and keeping it funky, you know, like a good old JB. Again, shout out to all my Chicago players, especially Simeon, home of the champs. And rings. And um, shout out to, oh, one quick one. The Sox seem to be on a little roll lately. I don't know exactly how many they've won, but almost every time I look in the paper or on the bottom line at ESPN, the last week and a half, the Sox have been winning, and they've been scoring. They've been kicking some butt. So shout out to the White Sox. And as basketball seasons wind down, I will give you all some baseball. That's not my favorite, but I like it, especially back in the day when they used to play real baseball. Do y'all remember bunting, situational hitting? Just making contact with the ball and putting it in an open space in the field. Nice sacrifice. Sack fly. Stealing bases. You all remember those great things like that? 
maybe one day these young men in, 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 um, in MBL today will learn to play baseball. I remember just on the streets when I was a kid, half the kids I knew could switch hit. I wasn't one of them, but half the kids I knew could switch hit. Back in the day, pitchers used to hit. Look at that boy out in, um, what did he play for the Angels? That, 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 the Asian dude? Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't mean to disrespect you, brother, but I can't remember your name. But I know I like what I see. He's pitching and back. And after he got through pitching last week, he went out and played left. He went out and played left field. Now, that's a baseball player. I agree. You know, kudos to you, homie. Real talk. And kudos for your country for teaching you how to play the game the right way. All right, we're going to shut it down on that note there. I appreciate all my listeners. Please continue to support. The Gusto Show is going to get better, and it's going to keep coming to you. So let's keep it funky, Chicago. Love y'all. We out of here. Love but love.